Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as we stand strong above 44,000 support, looking to break 46,000 this weekend. Also in today's show, I'll be sharing the latest dominance happening in the market and what is likely to occur next as far as Bitcoin price action. Also breaking news, Venek files their fifth amendment to the spot Bitcoin ETF under the ticker HODL. And not only that, but according to Van Eck, $2.4 billion will flow into the Bitcoin ETFs in the first quarter of next year. They also claim Bitcoin will reach a new all-time high in quarter four of 2024, driven by regulatory developments in the U.S. presidential elections, which we all know is right around the corner. We'll also be discussing the latest with Fidelity and the SEC meeting to discuss the spot Bitcoin ETF application. And speaking of ETFs, we got to discuss BlackRock, their latest developments, as well as their seed capital, as they allege they started seeding their Bitcoin ETF back in October. Also going to be sharing the hash key targets from the market makers, plus so much more. I'm also going to be sharing sentiment saying one catalyst can trigger Bitcoin to resume an uptrend and surge higher. I'll be breaking down their latest target, as well as the latest from the high priest of Max Kaiser, who says that this particular Bitcoin deal will spark a $100,000 Bitcoin God candle, which can send the price action to $145,000 per coin. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, everyone. How's your Saturday going thus far? It's sat stacking Saturday, so let's get this baby lit. Now let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. You should be able to see my screen here. We got Bitcoin maintaining just above 44,000, which has now turned into a support. The local high for the year and for the past 20 months is roughly $44,750, which we touched on Coinbase yesterday during our live, actually, 24 hours ago. We did a live. We hit a new all-time high. Hopefully, we can repeat and hit another all-time high for the year during today's stream. Let's see. We got Ether making moves, trading just under $2,400, probably the highest price action we've seen in ETH in almost two years. Uh, BNB in the green, Cardano leading the pack up 10%, XRP pumping in Solana, as well as Avalanche and DOT, uh, big breakouts as well. And zooming out on the seven day, we can see Bitcoin now up roughly 14% in the week. We got Ether up 13% and we have Solana up 23%. We even have Doge up 20%, Cardano up 54%, XRP up 10% and BNB up 
5%. And zooming out for the monthly, you're going to see major gains. Bitcoin up 23% of the month. Not too shabby. We got Ether up 25%. Solana up 71%. Cardano up 65%. And Doge up 32%. BNB and XRP still in the red on the monthly. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. Let's get a refresh for the latest data. You can see the crypto market cap sitting just north of $1.64 trillion, which is as high as we have seen it for this year. The all-time high was back in November of 2021. We touched $3 trillion, just to give you some perspective. The 24-hour volume is at $64 billion. The Bitcoin dominance is pulling back a little at 52.4%, and the Ether dominance is at 17.3%. And checking out the top 100, crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, Flare leading the pack up 32%, followed by Beam up 25%, followed by Immutable up 23%, trading at $1.92. Now, which altcoins are you most ecstatic for for this bull run? Please do let me know, and this is a live and interactive show, so throughout the show, I'm going to be reading as many comments as I possibly can. And let me know how many of you are pretty excited about the current price action and how high do you think the Bitcoin price is likely to take us for this month of December? Let's say by Christmas, what do you think the high is going to be? I get deja vu vibes of back in 2017 when I first entered the crypto market and got my first Bitcoin at like $1,500. And then by the end of the year, we were close to 20,000 and it was around Christmas time. Yeah, I mean, literally six years ago. How many of you were around for that? Let me know. Here we go fam. Bitcoin risk rolling over to cancel this latest uptrend, according to new analysis. Uh, we have uh, popular analyst Matthew Highland flipping cautious on the current price action. The Bitcoin bulls kept momentum hot until the end of the week with the Wall Street trading sealed new 19-month highs of 44,729 on Bitstamp. I think it was 44,750-ish over on Coinbase, which we saw during our market watch. We got Cointelegraph and TradingView tracking subsequent return below the 44,000 level. And that's precisely where we're currently at. We're sitting at 44,000 at the time of this live with Bitcoin cementing itself in an intraday range. So hopefully this establishes a new strong support. Maybe this is the new bottom. What do you guys think? And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now Highland says there are more sinister signs that the bull may run trouble after a robust 60% gains since the start of October. Holy cow. We're up 60% since October. Let's go. The smoking gun, he says, lies in Bitcoin's share of the overall crypto market cap. Quoting the analysts here, dominance is rolling over as per the bear divergence that was noted, has given back all the gains from the move up and the other day. If it breaks and closes below 51.8, it would be the first lower low in over a year and an end to the uptrend along with a likely top put in as we can see here in this chart, which is the Bitcoin market dominance chart in which he's referring to. Highland referred to the recent spike in Bitcoin dominance, which on December 6th hit 55. Wow, I didn't know we hit that high. 55.26%, the highest level since April of 2021. Definitely a good sign. Now a swift turnaround saw upside progress on wine with the dominance at 53.4%. And then on coin market cap, it's always a little lower than the Bitcoin dominance chart, just FYI. Now, the altcoins have been extending intraday gains, massive gainers across the alts. Others believe that such a dominance reversal will allow these alts to commence a major rally of their own, a phenomenon we call alt season. Do you think alt season is already here? Have we already experienced it? We got some cryptos up like hundreds of percent over the past month. This looked to be in motion already on the day with the top 10 cryptos of the market, led by Cardano and Avalanche, with both gaining 22 percent. 
in just 24 hours. Now, only the largest altcoin, Ether, was treading water while still being up 12% over the past seven days. And it's looking pretty strong right now, just under 2,400. We have Cardano and AVAX also constituting the week's leaders with gains passing 50%. And here you're looking at the Ethereum chart, currently looking pretty bullish on the daily. It printed a big green candle just the other day. And quoting Jacob Canfield, a 2% drop of the Bitcoin dominance and alts went nuts today. Like I said, it's just a taste. When dominance really starts popping or dropping, I should say, is when we see the face melting alt season we all know and love. So when do you think we'll likely get this alt season with uh, face melting returns? Let me know your thoughts. And here you're looking at the altcoin market cap daily chart. We got one, two, three, four, five, six green candles, followed by a red day, followed by three more consecutive green candles. Do you think the momentum and the trend will likely continue? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. But without further ado, let's now dive into our next story of the day, discuss everything related to the ETS. We're gonna be discussing the latest with Van Eck, Fidelity, BlackRock, then we're gonna dive into the latest from Santiment, projecting a $50,000 target incoming, which we all know is a given. And then we'll be discussing the latest from Max Kaiser with a $100,000 God candle income and big deals and mass adoption for major nation states occurring at this time. And then, of course, we'll do our live Q&A session to wrap it up at the end. But let's kick it off with our Vanek ETF news. Now, check it out. They have the ticker HODL. Don't get any cooler than that. So shout out Vanek. Asset manager Vanek filed a fifth amended app for the spot ETF on December 8th, which was yesterday. According to the regulator's database, the amended filing to the S1 form with the US SEC highlights updates to the Vanek Bitcoin Trust. Now, a spot Bitcoin ETF is an investment vehicle which lets people buy shares in the fund that tracks the price of Bitcoin. The Vanek ETF is now expected to be listed under HODL. So where my HODL gang at? Make some noise. I know there's probably a hundred of you here in the HODL gang, which we named our membership <laughs> on the podcast, which is a misspelling of HOLD or the acronym of HOLD on a dear life. Hold on for dear life, right? Bitcoiners use that phrase to describe a strategy of buying and never selling the digital assets. So that's our theme right here. We're all part of the HODL gang. If you're a part of Crypto News Alerts, you need to be a part of the HODL gang, right? Eric Baltunas shares here, Venex Bitcoin ETF ticker will be HODL, a departure from the more boring boomer <laughs> voices from or choices from BlackRock, Invesco, and Fidelity. Who knows though? Maybe smart to differentiate here. Plus, Venex specializes in niche and has a solid retail base. And you can see the initial filing shared here from James Safehart uh, from Bloomberg, a head ETF analyst. Now, both these analysts are predicting 90% chance that this ETF be approved by January 10th, which is the deadline. And Nate Garassi shared, I like this play. Retail who knows crypto space will love the ticker. Boomers will have no idea what it means. <laughs> so it won't attract negative attention on advisor statements, plus of a lot of advisors preach, hodl in other asset classes anyway. A good straddle here. I agree. I think that's probably the best kicker you can have. And we're talking about it, right? So it's working. Venex ticker symbol for the spot ETF got the attention of analysts. Nate Garassi, president of advisory firm, the ETF store. 
commenting that people familiar with the crypto space will appreciate the ticker, and I definitely agree with that. And according to Eric Valchunez, the Bloomberg Intelligence senior ETF analyst, the ticker symbol choice differs of those more boring choices, like companies from BlackRock, Fidelity, etc., suggesting the ticker symbol choice is a unique approach by Van Eck. Let me know if you agree with that. Van Eck itself got in on the fun by posting a comment December 8th. My Bitcoin ETF will bring all the baby boomers to the yard if approved. And I guess that's a play on my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. I'm guessing. What do you guys think? Remember that track? Now, several companies, including BlackRock, Fidelity, Van Eck, Valkyrie, even Franklin Templeton, currently in the race for the approved spot Bitcoin ETF. There's actually 13 apps on the desk of the SEC awaiting that green light. And while the SEC hasn't initially indicated its support for the filings. It has engaged in recent discussions with representatives from the applicant firms to address the technical details in their fund proposals, which we all know is a good sign. Van Eck anticipates that the SEC approval for Bitcoin spot will bring an estimated $2.4 in inflows, as they shared here. Uh, yeah, uh, $2.4 billion will flow into Bitcoin ETFs quarter one of 2024, and it could be more. That's their projection. And uh, they also claim Bitcoin will reach an all-time high in quarter four of next year, driven by the regulatory developments as well as the U.S. presidential elections. Do you think we can potentially see a pro-Bitcoin U.S. president? There's quite a few out there in the race. We got Vivek, we got uh, DeSantis, we have uh, uh, RFK Jr. Those are the three that I am aware of. If there's any I'm missing, please do let me know. We still have so much to cover, so we're going to dive into our next story of the day. Uh, let's discuss the latest from Fidelity and their ETF, and then we'll get into BlackRock and their latest developments um, as well. Now, Fidelity is a $4.5 trillion asset manager. If you don't know, now you know. And it was Jurian Timmer, their head of their global macro, who predicted Bitcoin hitting a billion-dollar price target by the year 2038, roughly 15 years out. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the $1 billion Bitcoin price action fam. But here we go. The US SEC recently met with Fidelity to seek additional clarity on the Spot Bitcoin ETF app. According to the filing published December 7th, the CBOE BZX exchange representatives, six SEC personnel, and nine Fidelity personnel met to discuss the workings of the WISE original Bitcoin trusts. Quitting them here, the discussion concerned the CBOE BZX proposed rule change to list and trade shares of the WISE Origin Bitcoin Trust under the CBOE BZX Rule 14.11. Fidelity also provided the attached presentation. The filing incorporated the PowerPoint slides, which you can see here, used during the meeting to illustrate the operational framework of the Bitcoin ETF. So here you have it, the AP as agency model in kind create. It shows you spot crypto market platform. It shows you the listing exchange. It shows you the ETF market maker. It shows you the Bitcoin custodian. It shows you the transfer agent, the ETF custodian being the DTC, shows you the ETF issuer, all that. Actually a pretty cool chart. Uh, check that out. And quoting them here regarding this graph, arbitrage and hedge are more efficient with physical creations. The filing stated while proposing the most effective strategy to the U.S. regulator, quoting them here, allowing for physical creation and redemption is critical to enhance the trading efficiency and secondary market pricing for all 
participants. Fidelity submitted their spot Bitcoin ETF app to the SEC back in June, and shortly after, BlackRock and several other asset managers filed for the product. So wow, so they shared theirs first. However, the SEC previously rejected Fidelity's app for the spot Bitcoin ETF last year in 2022. This comes after recent news that the SEC is meeting with spot Bitcoin ETF apps to discuss various aspects of their applications. And as recently reported, they based uh, that on industry insider knowledge. The meetings discussed key technical details, which I shared in great detail in yesterday's episode. However, memos released by the SEC in November showed the commission separately met with representatives of BlackRock and Grayscale. Those are the big dogs. BlackRock's the largest asset manager in the world, and Grayscale's the largest hodler of Bitcoin in the world with their GBTC product. There has been much speculation in recent times over when spot Bitcoin ETF will be approved, which means, uh, let me translate, when Rari when Lambo, when ETF, Hashdex, one of the apps amongst the 13 asset managers, anticipates seeing the first U.S. spot Bitcoin ETF by the second quarter of 2024. Quitting them here, the exact timing of a spot Bitcoin ETF in the U.S. remains unclear. But in 2023, the narrative around this product switched from a question of if to a matter of when, said the Hashdex U.S. and Europe head, a product, Jermaine Matit. And meanwhile, Bloomberg ETF analysts Balchunas and Safart remain confident that January 10th, one month out, fam, marks the simultaneous approval of all 13 of those apps. This aligns with the SEC's deadline to either approve or deny the ARK Invest application, which is actually first on the list. That's ARK 21 shares, which is Kathy Wood's uh, company. Now, what are your thoughts on this? Which manager, asset manager, do you feel will likely get the green light first? Do you think it'll all be collectively at the same time to avoid favoritism and to avoid the SEC getting into some lawsuits? How do you think it's likely to play out? I'll let you boy. Uh, shout out, Jock. I appreciate you subbing to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. Let's get it. But let's break down our next story of the day. We're going to continue with discussing these ETFs. BlackRock, here is the latest from the largest asset manager in the world. Let's freaking go. The countdown's underway for the US SEC to decide on approving the first spot Bitcoin ETF in the US after several delays and 10 years of delays to be exact. <laughs> the regulator's final deadline is approaching with market participants anticipating a decision early January 2024 with January 10th being the deadline. And another sign that the green light may be forthcoming. The companies are awaiting approval, have regulatory or regularly met with the SEC, which we just covered. And if approved, Bitcoin will be traded on the spot market of Wall Street's major exchanges, opening up Bitcoin to a broader audience of investors, this time as a product backed by the most prominent investment firms in the globe. If denied, investment managers will likely appeal the ruling, prolonging the waiting period for investors and Bitcoiners in the US. But also keep in mind, game theory is already in play. There's talk of an ETF spot being released out of Hong Kong, and I've heard some rumors out of potentially Dubai or Abu Dhabi, along with one of the largest crypto exchanges looking to dominate and take over Binance, at least according to Mr. Wonderful, but I take anything he says with a grain of salt, but just sharing with what I know. The anticipation has led Bitcoin futures open interest to reach 5.2 billion on the global derivatives giant, which is the CME, on December 6th, only $200 million lower than the all-time high we hit back in late 
October 2021 during the bull market. With Bitcoin open interest jumping, the markets are gearing up for another turning point in the prices and more volatility in 2024. Volatility is good. It equals life force. We like that here in crypto. Now let's discuss Hashdeck exchange to onboard the market makers to boost its liquidity. And this is out of Hong Kong. Hong Kong's HashKey exchange will soon allow individual and enterprise market makers to provide liquidity on the exchange. And according to the announcement, HashKey. Now I'm a fan of anything with the word hash in it. I'm a fan of hash cash, hash key, hash decks. You, you already know, which enables individuals and entities to apply to become market makers if they trade at least 5 million worth of crypto per month on the exchange. So depending upon the monthly rankings or trading volume, users and firms will receive between 0.005% and 0.015% of the transaction value as a commission. All the market makers are exempt from paying commission fees on these trades. The exchange has been increasing its service offerings. Back in November, HashKey launched insurance coverage. Uh, I guess, yeah, uh, that was just last month for users and enterprise assets stored within the digital wallets, as they announced here. Uh, market makers soon to join the HashKey Exchange, aiming for higher liquidity. An exchange opens door to individual and enterprise participants. Now let's discuss BlackRock, who officially started seeding their ETF with $100,000 back in October. This kind of went under the radar, but I did share it a couple of times throughout the past couple of weeks on my show. Here's the news. BlackRock received $100,000, which is a drop in the bucket to them right? But nonetheless, it started its seed funding from an unknown investor for the spot Bitcoin ETF back in October, as I've been sharing, according to its latest US SEC filing. The investor agreed to purchase 4,000 shares for $100,000 on October 27th at 25 bucks per share, with the investor acting as the statutory underwriter with respect to the seed creation baskets. And according to BlackRock's latest filing, it plans to borrow Bitcoin or cash to trade credit from a trade credit lender on a short-term basis to pay for the sponsor fee. Now, BlackRock can ch uh, charge their fee via a loan instead of having to sell Bitcoin, the ETF asset. That way, they don't impact the Bitcoin price that much. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Now, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this properly, but it looks like Soicite General or Society General issues its first uh, green bond via Ethereum. We know as well that BlackRock and many of these larger asset managers are also looking to launch an Ethereum ETF, which if I was to guess, I think the ETF gets launched for Ethereum after the Bitcoin ETF. But what are your thoughts, fam? Now, the third largest bank in France issued its first digital green bond as a security token on the Ethereum public blockchain. The bond registered by Forge, a subsidiary of this company, Societe Generale, went public on November 30th with a value of 10 million euros, which is roughly 11 million USD, and a maturity of three years. Its green status means that its net proceeds will be used to finance or refinance products and companies classified under the eligible green activities category. The digital infrastructure of the bond grants 24-7 open access to the data on its carbon footprint through the bond's smart contract. Now, another innovation of the bond is the technical option for investors to settle securities on chain through the Euro coin Vertible, a Euro peg stablecoin issued by Forge back in April of this year. And you can see the initial announcement from them on X. So let me also share with you that U.S. crypto firms spent more on lobbying in 2023 than before the FTX collapse 
asks. According to this report, companies connected to the crypto and blockchain industry in the U.S. reportedly spent $3 million more on lobbying in the first three quarters of this year than over the same period in 2022. So according to data from the government transparency group, Open Secrets, crypto firms spent roughly $19 million on lobbying from January to September of this year, roughly 19% more than they did over the same period back in 2022. Now, Coinbase repeatedly led the spending on lobbying at more than $2 million following Crypto.com uh, and Blockchain Association and Binance. And before the collapse of uh, FTX in November of 2022, it had one of the biggest spenders in the crypto space on donations to U.S. lawmakers, campaigns, and marketing efforts. In fact, we had Bankman Freed, I think the second largest donor to the Democratic Party, supporting Biden. Kitbag, thank you for the subscription to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. I greatly appreciate that. Now, it wouldn't surprise me if Sam Bankman-Fried gets sentenced to 100 years and then Biden, before he, you know, is not no longer president, can pardon him. Who knows? We have seen crazier things occur. That would, I think, drive us all crazy. Imagine that. And then he launches FTX 2.0, the reboot. I hope not, but I'm just saying, I wouldn't run it past them. Right now, he is trading mackerel. <laughs> He's now learning how to you know, use mackerel, which is a fish as a currency, which is how he gets haircuts in uh, prison, according to the articles. Uh, what up, Jake, Kate, a TV? I appreciate you subbing, fam. Let's share the latest from Santiment and their $50,000 target, which we've been uh, talking about. And also, happy Kwanzaa, everybody. I know it's that time of the year. We're not leaving anyone behind. We're gonna recognize and celebrate all all things Christmas related this year. So let's go. So here we go. Here's the latest from Santiment. Prominent crypto analytics firm says one metric is indicating Bitcoin may witness another leg up. Send it. Santiment says that an increase in bull trap mentions on social media platforms is indicating a spread of fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the crypto market. And I got to show some love to Barack Monfils, who just gifted five memberships of the HODL gang, paid membership to the channel. So congratulations, Tony. Congratulations, Cryptic, Vaulted Mark, Sour Seed, and No Money G. You have all been blessed. So show Barack Monfil some love. You guys are amazing. There's probably been over 30 memberships already gifted in today's episode. But back to our story, because we still got a lot to cover. The market intelligence firm said that the periods following increased FUD tend to lead to a bump in the prices for crypto assets. And that could mean Bitcoin is on the verge of heading higher after a rally pause. Send it, quitting them here. Traders are fearful that crypto markets may be in a bull trap at the moment. But while Bitcoin may have stopped, uh, stopped this momentum for the time being, Ethereum and the alts are blasting off. Once again, FUD could propel Bitcoin to $50,000 per coin. If this increases, let me know if you agree or disagree with the sentiment from Santiment. And as you can see here, Bitcoin has flattened out since traders made the bull trap proclamations, but altcoins are surging once again. Next, Santiment says Ethereum has more upside potential as the biggest crypto whales are holding ETH off the exchanges, increasing their wallet sizes. And according to the analytics firm, the non-exchange Ethereum whales hold an all-time high of 54 4.6 million ETH worth a whopping 128 
billion dollars, quoting them here. Ethereum has scratched its way to 2349, its highest level since June of 2022. The long-term trend of the top non-exchange whale wallets are getting richer. The top exchange whale wallets having less sell-off power is a promising combo for a continued climb. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this uh, sentiment from sentiment as well. And lastly, they say that the peer-to-peer payments network of Litecoin could see a bullish trend reversal as wallets holding small amounts of Litecoin abruptly decline amid the rising FUD. Quoting them here, approximately 199,000 wallets that held Litecoin 10 days ago no longer hold any coins. This is the biggest drop in wallets since October 2022. Litecoin's market value versus Bitcoin has dropped 55% in five months, but FUD and small wallets dropping could turn this around. So I'm curious, are any of you bullish on Litecoin, please do let me know. And I believe that's the initial fork of Bitcoin, right? Let me know if I am wrong there because that was way before my time. But I know um, a lot of people are bullish on Litecoin. They used to consider Litecoin the silver to the digital gold that we consider Bitcoin or gold with wings, whatever you want to refer to it as. I refer to as gold as the poor man's Bitcoin, as Max Kaiser once shared. But anyways, fam, without further ado, let's kick it off next with our feature story of the day. Here's the latest developments with the $100,000 God candle and nation states adopting Bitcoin and choosing to deal in Bitcoin, as well as the latest from the high priest, Max Kaiser. Let's start right here. He says, he wrote this, I think this was yesterday, December 7, two days ago at 10.32 a.m. Max Kaiser wrote, Russia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, Iran will start doing deals in Bitcoin. Qatar knows this and is pulling the trigger on a huge Bitcoin buy for their sovereign wealth fund. And this was on the back of this news. Iran's president arrives in Moscow, Russia, to meet Putin just one day after the Russian leader met Saudi leaders. Very interesting. Now check this out. Breaking news. Putin turns bullish on crypto. Russia introduces a cross-border payment using the Tether crypto stablecoin. Wow. People are looking forward to crypto, including in Russia. This is a pretty big deal. So maybe what Max is talking about makes a lot of sense. He says Russia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and Iran will all start doing deals in Bitcoin. So let's read some more. He initially sparked this conversation and controversy a few days ago on X. He wrote, the God candle, a $100,000 uptick in Bitcoin is in play. It will shift the global axis of wealth in power in one single tick. And then he clarifies, I have one word for you, $100,000 Bitcoin God candle fans. Qatar. Let's freaking go. The rumors are getting very loud on this. Their sovereign wealth fund rumored to be looking to buy a half a trillion dollars worth of BTC. And their sovereign wealth fund allegedly already has $500 billion in it. So they're just looking to make a conversion. Here you can see the actual receipts of the president, the emir of Qatar meeting up with President Bukele, and that was actually a few months back. Max even gave us an update right here. Check this out. December 6, he wrote, to add clarity, here's what my source said. Bitcoin makes our one half trillion dollar sovereign wealth fund effectively worthless. We should just convert it all into Bitcoin. I think that's a sage move. (laughs) What are your thoughts, fam? And how do you think that would likely impact the Bitcoin price? Do you think we can see a Kaiser candle of $100,000 on a single uptick as he's predicting? Please do let me know. And let's use our imagination now. Quentin, shout out to Quentin. I appreciate this post. It actually gets you thinking. Imagine this timeline with me, fam. Number one, January spot Bitcoin ETF pumps the price 
to 75,000 per coin, hitting a new all-time high. April, uh, three months later, we have the Bitcoin halving in 2024, sending the Bitcoin price to six figures. And we're gonna have 100K Fiesta here in Puerto Rico. So don't forget that part, okay? Now, Qatar buys Bitcoin then later for, and it sends the price action to 150,000. Okay, being conservative. No 100,000 candle, but let's just say we got the 50,000 candle. Would you take it? <laughs> Next up, the Fed lowers the rates and global liquidity rises hard and brings the price to 200,000 per coin. Next, two to three South American countries make Bitcoin a legal tender, sending the price another 50,000 north to 250,000 or a quarter million dollars per coin. What are those two to three South American countries going to be? I'll throw some speculation out there. Could be Argentina. It could be uh, uh, Suriname, who's already talking about implementing 1% of their uh, central bank reserves into Bitcoin. And then of course, Argentina, we got Javier Malay, who preaches a big game, talking about being pro-Bitcoin and ending the central bank. So if these countries, I mean, there's also potential in Mexico, there's many uh, other Latin American countries, there's South Africa or African countries. So Max also called this, I think when he made his predictions end of last year, that we are going to see three more nations adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender. So we shall see. So let's do some guessing. What other major events can happen? I mean, this is the biggest catalyst clearly being the ETF and the halving, but nation state adoption is a pretty big deal as well. It's not gonna get much more bullish than that. I mean, anything's possible. What are your thoughts, fam? And now shared here by the Bitcoin therapist, there is going to be a God candle. We know, or I'm sorry, we don't know when it will happen. Normal people will be priced out. It'll be completely change the game. It'll completely change it. Bitcoin is going to rip a hole in the sky. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that sentiment. And I agree. Nobody knows exactly when it's going to happen, but at least we're creating the awareness so that you're prepared for when it comes, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Also shared here, Max Kaiser reports of rumors of Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund has entered the Bitcoin market and could be interested in purchasing a small half a trillion buy worth of Bitcoin. If this happened, Bitcoin will go further than 150000 per Bitcoin that I can tell you. BlackRock ETF and Qatar bid maxes 500,000 per Bitcoin sooner than expected. Send it and let's freaking go. And here's a headline. Max Kaiser predicts a Bitcoin God candle resulting in the $100,000 surge. Another one is a God candle to 100,000 possible for Bitcoin. What are your thoughts, fam? And here, Qatar's sovereign wealth fund is considering investing $500 billion into Bitcoin, converting their current existing uh, 500 billy into the king crypto. So let me know your thoughts. I'm going to read a little bit more here. Also, we know Bitcoin is now up 20 million percent since 2011. Let that sink in. That means for every dollar invested into Bitcoin in 2011, you're now up 20 million. So you run the math. What if you invested a million dollars in Bitcoin back in 2011, which I would more than confidently bet that Max did. What do you think that is worth now? Run the math. What is 1 million, you know I mean, dollars times 20 million? Can someone run the math there? I know it's a big number. So many zeros, I can't do it in my head, but you guys let me know and I'll read those comments out loud here shortly. Max also shared here, uh, Max's predictions, we know grab attention. He's the high priest. He's the best. 
So here's what he wrote. 100,000 God candle is in play, which is a 100,000 uptick in the Bitcoin price. This will literally shock the world and the Bitcoin singularity will be upon us. He also tweeted, the Bitcoin price was lagging behind the rise in hash rate while competitor CZ and Binance was being targeted, then taken down at the behest of the large Wall Street players. I agree with that sentiment 100%. Seems crystal clear if you're to ask me. They targeted CZ and Binance to make way because this was a take over. Now check it out. The price rise is now catching up to the implied hash adjusted price referring to the Bitcoin hash rate, which suggests that the Bitcoin price should be $375,000 per coin. Let me know if you agree with that or disagree. And I think $375,000, quite frankly, is a pretty solid target for this uh, bull cycle coming up, especially if we hit a super cycle. I think we're going to blow past $100,000 like it ain't no thing. But let me know your thoughts. Other headlines here, just in Max reports rumors of Qatar's sovereign wealth fund entering the Bitcoin market could be investing or interested in purchasing a half a trillion worth of BTC. Now we all know as well, uh, it would be very difficult for anyone to just purchase a half a trillion worth of Bitcoin. I don't think that exists on the open market right now. They'd probably have to make some deals with the direct source and go directly to the miners. Uh, so who knows? But regardless, if they just pulled the trigger and made an announcement, that alone would pump the price up ridiculously, right? Now, clearly, uh, they didn't make any announcement because they probably not in their best interest. I think the Sovereign Wealth Fund rather buy Bitcoin at 40,000 than at 150,000, if you know what I mean. But what if? What if they're secretly buying behind the scenes right now in a way that's not infecting or impacting the Bitcoin price? And then we're told about it maybe in a few months. And then all of a sudden, skyrocket, God candle, new all-time high, max is 375 target, Bitcoin catching up to the implied hash rate projected price. You know what I mean? What are your thoughts, fam? And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!